Welcome to Divine Throughline. I'm Ma Ananda Srimati, sometimes known as Julie Pyatt, and I'm here to share with you musings and perspectives on what it really means to live life divine. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, you guys. Uh, happy to be speaking to you on the podcast this week. Um, I have a little bit of a morning voice because it's very early. I've been up meditating and just kind of getting my thoughts together. Um, I've wanted to share my thoughts on the election results and possibly offer some guidance and some support uh, for us to really um, kind of accept this call as a step into further awareness and further connection with our soul, our future self, and uh, really the purpose of every human life, which is to remember ourselves and to truly know ourselves. So anyway, I have stuff to share with you on that. But first, I just have to recap uh, Miami. Um, it was Rich and I went, my husband Rich Roll and I went to the Seed Food and Wine Festival uh, last week, and we were in Miami uh, for five days participating in that program. I want to thank everybody who came out to see us. Um, we had an extraordinary experience. I gave my first talk that you guys um, listened to on the previous podcast. So um, I'm happy to report that it went very, very well. And um, Divine Mother brought me about five starseed young girls uh, that had listened to the podcast and were definitely on my page. And uh, I just want to thank all of you so much for holding that space for me and being uh, bright, shining lights um, and giving me that support. So it was uh, truly appreciated and I really felt loved and, and it was beautiful. So thank you. thanks to all you guys. Um, also, I just want to say there's just something about Miami. I don't know if it's the Latin love or like exactly what it is, but um, my heart was just overflowing, exploding in waves of love just every day. It kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I was walking around just, you know, sort of noticing and saying to myself, I'm just really emanating so much love from my heart. And then it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And some of the reasons uh, I was feeling this had to do with just some extraordinary friends that we've met down there, um, which is uh, Marco from 22 Days Nutrition and his family, Marilyn. They have four beautiful children. And, uh, you know, it's funny because uh, Marco has a nutrition company and also comes from uh, uh, fitness. And Rich had told me about him and had brought, actually, we got a bunch of products. And I'm not a powder person and I'm really not a bar person. Usually bars give me a stomach ache. Um, but I tried one of their products um, after Rich begged me for a while. And I have to say that the vibration and quality of this product is absolutely incredible. It's pristine. So these bars I can eat, um, and they're really amazing. And actually he's partnered with Beyonce and Jay-Z and, um, you know, he's, he is a force of love. He is magnetic. He is loving, um, at, they had this, uh, burger, uh, contest and it was an amazing event. They had like a thousand people and maybe 10 or 15 uh, chefs and high-end people that were creating um, plant-based burgers. And uh, I looked over, and this 
man came to see Marco and he was probably 92 years old. And I thought, oh, well, that's Marco's dad. And it turned out that it's, it's not, it's Marco's friend that he's known for 15 years. And this man works out every day. I think his name is Ar- Arthur. Um, and just to see them and the love exuding from this man. I mean, he is truly, truly just a lover of life. He is passionate about plant-based uh, lifestyle and about uplifting the planet. And so if you guys get a chance, check out what he's doing. He has a cookbook out as well. So it's 22 Days Nutrition. You can follow him on Instagram. Um, And uh, don't miss uh, any opportunity to hear him speak or connect with him. He is... He is something special. So anyway, and then I have to just give a shout out to my friends, um, Veronica and Diego at Love Life Cafe and Yoga Center in Miami. Um, I had the immense pleasure of teaching uh, my Jai Yoga series at their studio. Um, I want to thank Carlos for coming down to see me and everybody else who came. Um, It was beautiful and uh, lovely to practice in such a beautiful yoga studio. Also, um, when we arrived, we went straight to the cafe and had an amazing plant-based meal. They are doing amazing things with food in their cafe. Uh, And actually, Diego has created this thing. It's called arepa, and it's I guess it's a typical sort of um, you know, Latin American, um, staple and, but the ones that he made, like I, I had them also at Mana Cafe, Mana Life, I think it's called Instagram at also extraordinary cafe in Miami in a different area. Um, but theirs are, um, they're like kind of the size of a biscuit and they have like, um, superfood in them, like spirulina and these type of things. And they use them, um, you know, as like buns uh, in a way. So anyway, the food was just really fantastic. Um, Veronica and Diego were heavily involved in in the seed, and they they put a lot of hours in into some extraordinary events. We also had an amazing dinner at Plant Food and Wine, uh, the new space in Miami at this place called Sacred Space. It was quite gorgeous. And it was fun to connect with Elliot Bisnow and his wife, Nicole, um, founders of Summit, um, an incredible community that is changing the world. Um, They bought a mountain in Utah uh, a few years ago, uh, and it's in a town called Eden, and they they put on the best events, the most amazing community events, um, innovators, people that are truly, truly uh, changing the planet for good. So it was great to see them. And then, of course, always the usual suspects like John Sally, who's always sweet and devoted and and fun. And then also Dr. Joel Kahn. Uh, If anybody's looking for a plant-based physician, um, he's in the Midwest, but, you know, maybe there's some Skype opportunities with him. Um, He's very sweet, man. Very, very sweet. So anyway, um, I know I've left, haven't mentioned everybody that we saw, but um, it was, oh, no, I have to mention Roberto and Mariana, uh, two of our people from Plant Power Italian October came out to the event and met us, and it was just great to see them again, our extended family. Um, so anyway, thanks, you guys, for coming out. So anyway, um, moving on to uh, this week's developments uh, in the United States of America, and I think uh, the whole world is watching. Um, you know, I uh, I uh, I think it's no... It's no secret that uh, I voted for for Hillary. Um, And I want to just say before I get into this that, 
if there are any any Trump supporters, um, I'm so pleased to have you listening. And uh, uh, my role and my intention in this sharing is to uh, sort of widen the perspective and allow us a way to move forward uh, really in connecting with our spirit and our soul. Because, uh, you know, I never had any idea that there would be any candidate that was going to offer us, you know, that um, the completion or the realization of our soul mission. Uh, that's a system that is broken. Um, it's a system that is completely controlled and infiltrated by energies that most humans don't even know are really running the game. So, you know, I had to vote because I can't not vote. And, you know, I, you know, I guess it, in a purely spiritual moment, I might have, cho- I might have chosen not to vote, but you know, I'm in this, I'm in this, I'm, I'm a human, you know, I, I live in a family, I have five kids living with me, you know, it's, uh, I would like to take the gentler path to destruction. <laughs> if I could, uh, save any suffering, that would be great. And, uh, I did, I did vote for Hillary. I mean, the, the thing that I, that I chose or that I chose to grab onto, uh, was just the fact that she's a woman, you know, that was a way that I could, um, participate. And, and I certainly have to say on a human level that, you know, of course, Trump does not embody any high vibrating qualities that I value in, uh, in a human being. So, um, that to be said, um, you know, nobody's all good and nobody's all bad. We all have different, you know, levels of awareness. So again, uh, this, the country has spoken and, um, or at least the electorate, uh, process of the United States has spoken. Um, Hillary did get the popular vote, and it's also extremely frustrating to um, keep hearing that. You know, you have uh, um, candidates that don't get elected, and then you hear, but they had the popular vote. <laughs> so, uh, again, I'm not a political expert. Um, it's not where I place my focus, but that's kind of where we're sitting. So let's just shift to all of that. And again, I just want to say that if you, you know, if you voted for an independent or you voted opposite me, um, you are welcome in my energy field. And, um, I really, um, this is about all of us. We are all one. So it's okay for us to disagree on some issues. Um, I'm, I'm always relating beyond that, beyond the personality. I think the truth of the matter is, is that no matter who we are on planet earth, all humans want the same thing. And possibly some of the, um, imbalances that were running inside of us influenced our choice of candidates. So it's like, I will say collectively, when the results of the election came in, there was a mass fear felt. Um, It's something I've never experienced before, not with any other election that I've ever been alive for. And again, it's not coming from my head or any ideas. It was literally an energy. And that's one of the reasons why I took a couple days off. I think it was wise to retreat and to take a moment and balance um, before coming forth and speaking or being on social media. Um, so anyway, let me um, begin. I've actually been asked to give a talk at Soho House in Malibu um, about the very thing that I'm going to share with you today. And before I begin, I think I'm going to go ahead and share with you a channeled message that came through this morning. And when I say channeled, 
This is from my higher soul, from my future self speaking through me. Um, I am uh, a single soul occupied being. I do not allow other beings to speak through me. So um, uh, I just want to be clear with that because I think this is a very important point um, that we understand that this is a time for all of us to take self-responsibility, and this is in every single level. You are a divine emanation of God, of uh, a cosmic, uh, magnificent force, and we need you to be completely you as you were created. So um, I would encourage you to make that your soul, um, your life mission, your main focus, and... um, and uh, so that's how I feel about that. So I guess I'm going to read you this thing. I haven't really read it, so I hope it's, I hope it means something. So let's try. Okay, so this is a, a message that came from my, uh, you know, not my personality. Let's just say that. So it says, the election results are indication of the mass confusion existing on planet Earth. It's an opportunity to shift to a new perspective, one of universal law, a cosmic view During times of great upheaval, discord, and actual splitting of realities, there is a deep beauty and creativity calling you home. This calling is your soul yearning to be reunited, integrating, and one with your human self. If you are courageous enough and intelligent, you will not waste this moment. We are the ones we've been waiting for. And this is the hour. No candidate from a controlled system in a disconnected society had the awareness to give you this. Your life is about remembering your divinity. You are an emanation of God, both the cosmic mother and father expressing as your authentic blueprint. Will you answer the call? Or will you return to your enforced slumber? Only you have the power to claim your divinity. If you choose wisely, you can come to understand what it means to live free. The true meaning of freedom is to travel the multiverses at will without the ties to karmic necessary reincarnation. So I'll just let you sit with that and reflect on the deeper meanings of that. Um, So um, I'm gathering uh, a talk together. So once again, you guys are my uh, kind of beta testing for the talk that I'm going to be giving at Soho House um, this week. So I guess these are the steps to here we are sitting uh, in this energy field. Um, There's a lot of uncertainty. There's also a lot of fear. Um, uh, and I, and it's really coming globally. I received a lot of messages from my international family, from international communities. Uh, the whole world is watching, uh, and they can't, you know, they're trying to figure it out and, and also understand what this means for them as well. So what I would say is the first step um, to uh, uh, taking a cosmic perspective and, and, and shifting um, the energy of this experience is to be fully present in in your pain, in your fear, and in your heartbreak. Um, So uh, this practice would be applying the presence of awareness onto the pain 
with such diligence and such awareness and such, uh, such one-pointed focus uh, that after some moments, uh, and it may take a while, um, you will start to uncover the love that ex is existing beneath the pain. And again, this is, a, this is a, a, a practice that is helpful to all of us. Um, I just want to take a moment and talk about the violence of belief systems. And uh, we have a really great opportunity to actually really grasp what this means uh, in this moment of political um, disagreement. Um, you know, so many people are completely unable to speak about um, subjects like religion, like politics, because they cannot allow another perspective to exist in their field, especially when uh, they have attached so much um, knowledge or so much belief to a certain outcome. Um, I certainly am the product of this. Uh, in my household, no other perspectives were allowed consideration uh, to the point that I was voting Republican for most of my life <laughs> until I met Rich. Um, even the boy's dad was Republican, although um, the boy's dad was a very kind, very kind and very charismatic um, person. And he was a person who had an amazing gift because he could speak to somebody who completely disagreed with him without any violence in his body. And, and this was a, that is a gift, I think. I think it's really truly a, a, um, uh, a uh, what I want to say, like a talent, really. Uh, in my house, it was not allowed. And if you had a different view, um, there was actually even physical violence uh, one time with one of my siblings. So uh, what I did is I just, I didn't really care. Um, it wasn't my focus in life. So I voted Republican to sort of just go along. And then it wasn't until I met Rich and we were somewhere out and somebody asked, oh, are you a Democrat or a Republican? And I said, oh, I'm a Republican. And Rich's head just whipped around in such shock and disbelief. And he kind of shouted across the table at me. He said, who told you you're a Republican. <laughs> he said, there is nothing about you at, in any way that is Republican. And that's the first time that I actually had, I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. He's like, you're, you know, you're basically a hippie. Like there's no way. So it was this very funny thing in my life. So what I am saying is I'm, uh, this is one of the reasons why uh, I don't take up belief systems. I endeavor to not believe anything because um, if we create very um, strong beliefs, they, cre they can create our prison. And there is a violence that is present in a belief. Um, and that is, you know, demonstrated in the world over in our wars and, and only the, also the wars happening inside our own families. Um, so again, the yogi perspective is to not believe anything, to rest in neutrality in the presence of your heart, and then the clear, spontaneous right action will be presented if you are truly aligned with your uh, authenticity at a core level. So um, I am going to offer a meditation for this first uh, step. And 
Um, I actually want to do a little bit right now because I think it's important to prepare us for the rest of the talk. So possibly, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to make this a long, um, I'm going to make this a longer podcast. Uh, if I have time, I will separate out the healing technique so that you can have that separate, separate. But um, I'm in the middle of a book deadline right now, so I don't know that I will have the time. But let's just take a moment right now and let us um, practice being fully present in our pain, our fear, and our heartbreak. So just to, be, just to begin, I'm going to open the field in sacred service to the law of one. North, south, east, west, earth, sky, heart, and space. I ask, command, and intend for the highest exchange according to the will of God. Beloved creation, please anchor this space as sacred in the organic living-like code. We are God, we are sovereign, and we are free beings. And so it is. And so taking our awareness really into our heart, into the place where we first feel. And I want you to locate the central place of any fear, any trauma, any heartbreak that is existing in your body. And just observing the breath. Place your awareness with single-pointed focus on the vortex, the center, the apex of fear. Let us place our awareness there with all the presence, all of our awareness that we have available to us. Draw your awareness to the center of the fear. And as you listen to the waves crashing, the waves coming in and the waves rushing out, allow the fear to dissipate. With your one-pointed focus and awareness, place your attention on the fear and allow the, the awareness to dissipate this energy of fear, allowing your breath to move naturally Take your awareness into the center of the fear, even deeper than you were at the last breath. Taking your awareness into the apex of the fear. Place all of your awareness and attention in this area of your body. The awareness is illumined, wise, all-knowing. The awareness is light-embodied. 
the awareness and witness will transmute and dissolve all patterns of fear, imbalance, separation. Listen to the waves and allow the fear to dissipate. Feel your body relaxing. Feel your body relaxing completely. Feel the safe protection of this energetic space wrapped around you holding you completely. Take your awareness into the center of any fear, lack, or separation from source. With all the attention and awareness you have available to you in this moment, place your awareness on the center of the fear. Allow yourself to witness your body and your being, releasing any attachment to any belief system, stance, position. Allow the witness to watch your entire belief system dissipating into oneness. Inhaling and exhaling with the natural breath. Take your awareness into the center of your fear. With all the attention you have available to you, gather your awareness around the fear and notice, witness the fear completely dissolving into waves of consciousness. Noticing the natural breath. Feel yourself safe. Feel yourself held and protected completely in the waves of consciousness. Allow yourself to let go of any belief systems, ideas, thought forms, emotions, realities, structures, implants pertaining to separation from source, fear of death, trauma, catastrophe, place your awareness on the internal apex of fear, allow your body to release any feelings, ideas, programs, implants, emotions, pertaining to lack, fear, or separation of any kind.
Allow your being to merge into the waves of consciousness, knowing you are held, you are loved, you are loved, you are loved, you are love, you are love. You are love. 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 And feeling yourself dissolved and merged with the ocean, held in the arms of the greater force, held within the energy of the cosmic mother and the Cosmic Father, knowing that this frequency is taking care. Rest, dear ones, and know that we are one. So slowly start to bring yourself back into your body, into your awareness. And let's continue to share some support, some information, some musings from some perspectives that may assist us in taking a cosmic view, an expanded view of the conditions of our present moment. So understanding that awareness is our healer, it is the perfect light of consciousness. And also understanding that this is a practice. It may be something that you choose to do repeatedly, daily, or in the morning and the evening, or possibly at different moments throughout the day. This can be embodied through a practice of tea ceremony, yoga, and physical asana practices are very, very, very powerful to remove this energetic implant of the collective human race 
out of the body. Also, any kind of movement, if you run or if you race or compete or swim or hike. And then, of course, the most important, which is meditation. And I would say this is the moment that meditation is needed. It is time. So the second step is that we take a cosmic view, that we understand that there is an expansive game or movie at play or running on planet Earth. The world is not run by political systems or by candidates in countries. There are other forces that are off-planet, that are alien in origin, that have been manipulating this planet for thousands of years. These energies uh, are not in support of humanity claiming and recognizing their divinity. And they have kept this planet in bondage and in slavery for thousands of years. This has resulted in required, repetitive reincarnation on the planet and a sort of trapped condition uh, where most of humanity is caught in this repeated pattern of reincarnating on the planet and living out the same patterns lifetime after lifetime. Now, I love planet Earth and I love the beauty of what it means to be human and to be in a body. However, we are so much more than we know. And on a very simplistic view, even if what I've just said is very um, extreme to you, um, we can make it very simple simply by looking at an image of the cosmos. Uh, we can understand from a scientific view that we are not the only life forms living in the cosmic multiverse. Uh, there are other planets that have been identified that are in parallel universes where there is water, there are conditions similar to planet Earth. So if you have a hard time with any of this, you can look to science, you can look to NASA, and you can start to understand that, of course, we are not the only life forms living uh, in the world, in, in, in the universe. Um, this is very, very hopeful and uplifting to me. Um, I think that when I was younger, I was protected, protective of my life. And when I heard these perspectives presented to me, I may have felt offended. <laughs> um, but I think now there is a lot of information out in the world where we see that we have been living uh, kind of hypnotized, uh, believing that we are going to be the ones that are going to live this 1% of an amazing life. Um, and if you feel offended by the fact that I have called out the condition of slavery on planet Earth, um, 
than just turn the news on and see all the violence, all the killing, the murder, uh, the corruption that is existing on the planet. And uh, it is evidenced by where we are living. There is no us and them. We are all one. Uh, we cannot separate ourselves from what is happening with our human family and with our uh, friends, our animals, and other sentient beings on the planet. So um, there are many different life forms, and I guess maybe in a sentence, just try to take the perspective that this game is being played from a completely different position. This chess game uh, has another level. Uh, so um, knowing that is important so that we don't get attached to putting our focus on the wrong things. Um, uh, I could get in a, a conversation with many people and uh, about which candidate was better or who's going to do better or worse. And my point of this podcast is to share with you that your answer is not there. <laughs> it is within your own heart. And uh, it is my purpose or my role to share this perspective with you from my own personal experience of my life. That's it. It's just one perspective. It's only my perspective. And you can listen or not listen. You can not listen to this podcast if you find it not um, in alignment with your values. And I encourage you to um, to not listen if it's not in alignment with your values because there are thousands of people all over the world that are also sharing uh, uh, higher wisdom and ways. So if you need a different flavor, uh, please go find yours. Um, the third step in this process, I think, is that you know we have an opportunity, and that is to take the call. Uh, we are being called to a greater level of uh, awareness, of commitment to living our life, of devotion to something greater beyond our human, our, our human personality, beyond our own individual life of consumerism or what am I getting for me um, or what about, you know, what, what my, uh, my accumulation uh, in, in this life. Um, so I would say that um, understanding uh, in the moment of deep uncertainty and feeling this impending trauma there is an urgency. It's a call to action. And so as in the channeled message this morning, you know, will you take the call? Is this enough? Did you feel it enough? Is this enough for you to take the call and to understand that you are a divine being of God, that this is uh, your moment? This, this could be your sacred moment. Um, it's not going to be enough for many. And uh, the collective opinion from the uh, spiritual perspective is that this outcome was needed to, in effect, wake up humanity to claim their divinity. So we're going to see a lot of trauma and suffering happening. And, uh, you know, as I've shared over my own life, uh, we all have opportunities. We have sacred moments. We have people die that are near to us, our children. We have people get sick. We have financial collapses. We go through divorces, traumas. These are all sacred moments. They're opportunities for us to become who we really are. You know, it's not what happens to you. It's 
Who do you become in the face of what happens to you? And Aaron Sorkin shared a beautiful letter that he wrote to his uh, family. It was online, and you know he was saying, you know, America is not over. Your life is not over. Um, and it's a call to action. It's a call to develop and commit yourself to the deeper qualities of what it means to be a human being. And in that journey, to find your greater connection to your soul. And the great news about this is that the way you do it is by living your authentic blueprint. I'm not advocating that you go out and start a charity. I'm advocating that you find out who you are and live that resonance, that frequency, uh, without, without editing, like completely be who you are. You are a divine part of this collective and we need you in awareness, in awakening. And it doesn't have to be all or nothing. You just have to begin where you are now. Um, and you'll figure it out as you go along the way. But um, there is a call to action. And, and I find uh, an immense beauty um, that is present in this condition because, you know, I was a new song was writing on the harmonium yesterday, like in such devotion, like so much devotion and reverence at this moment, this opportunity, this gratitude that I have for all of you listening to the podcast, um, to my community, the people that I live around in California. Um, I was just kissing them yesterday, just kissing them and holding them. And, and how beautiful, um, so many uh, uh, gifts of the life uh, are the the trees, the sun, the sky, the ocean. Um, immense gratitude is born from understanding uh, that it could all be taken away, that it could be destroyed. Um, so this is also the beauty of understanding that um, uh, death is just a, a moment away. You know, it's just a moment away, and so it allows us to live more meaningful, more connected, more authentic lives. And um, that's what we're here to do. So the fourth step in shifting this perspective uh, would be that, you know, what I just said, this, this action is to find your voice, your authentic blueprint, your tone, your chord. We need you. You're needed. You're loved. You're, you are created for uh, to play your part. So don't try to be more like me or more like anybody that you know. Find out who you are. Be who you are. It's beautiful, and we need you. We need you. It's now. Time is now. The fifth step step is, oh, this is a big one. Okay, so uh, with our eyes wide open, we need to understand that as members of the human race, we have within us all of these imbalances that we see inside these candidates or traces or uh, if it's not embodied in exactly the same way, it may have been a time in your life where you expressed um, some fragment of this quality or this imbalance, um, <clears throat> sexual imbalance, manipulation, um, uh, uh, deceit, um, cheating, lying, uh, uh, um, manipulating, I think I already said manipulating, um, 
dishonesty, um, projecting a different uh, face or mask of who you are to the world than the one that you really are behind closed doors. Um, We have to be brave enough and mature enough to understand that we have all, we are currently or have at one time, either in this lifetime or maybe other lifetimes, embodied all the imbalances of what it means to be a human being. And this is being very, very honest and transparent with the darkness that exists within all of us. Um, Now, the purpose for this is that the energy is extremely supportive right now to clearing imbalances and um, and any negative traits of what it means to be a human being. So if we're courageous enough in the moment that we recognize it or we identify it to stop and put the witness on this quality within ourselves, just like we did with the fear in the in the technique. If we're brave enough to see that and put that on that awareness with diligence and commitment until it is completely dissolved, um, we free ourselves of repeating that pattern. It also allows us to have an expanded compassion, unconditional love, and unconditional forgiveness unconditional forgetfulness for our fellow humans and their imbalances and their um, negative traits that they have expressed in their lives. So if you look at a man like Trump and you see that he is a predator of women, um, you can participate in healing this imbalance by looking within yourself if you're a man, to notice any time that you engaged in this behavior with a woman. Um, Maybe it was through pornography, watching it. Maybe it was through uh, uh, a manipulation, a force, a control. And as a woman, I can look within myself And I can locate any times that I used my sexuality to manipulate a man or any time that I um, embodied the, the belief that to be taken by a man was sexy. Okay? So these are two examples um, that show you how you can start to disconnect from these qualities. And you can start to say, okay, I recognize that this pattern is not a high vibrating pattern. And start to make space to allow in uh, a process of sacred sex, of you know, beautiful, passionate, creative, uh, fully physical embodied sex with two consenting adults free from pornography or lower vibrating, uh, they're really implants. They're implants in the human collective. So consider that. Consider that as as an extreme way, but a very powerful way to um, take this sacred opportunity and clear it from you. And then if you looked at a candidate like Hillary, uh, where have you been 
deceitful? When have you lied to cover up any action that created trauma upon another? Um, where have you um, stuffed this under, you know, under the rug? And I mean, one for me that's come to me in my mind, and I'm going to speak about it now, is when I was an adolescent, one of my best friends had sex with one of my brother's friends. And I was so angry, uh, really because I didn't understand it, and because I was also jealous, um, because I was not a womanly at a young age. And so I chose to persecute her for that. And I joined with some other friends, and we um, put uh, really hateful signs um, in her locker for an extended period of time, um, calling her a whore. And um, uh, that is an act of violence that I participated in uh, that was extremely um, mean and uh, out of balance. And of course, I was an adolescent at the time and you know didn't have the awareness, uh, but I still can take ownership of that today and I still can uh, recognize it and admit it to myself so that I can transmute that violence from my being and I can uh, take a higher action the next time and understand um, compassion for uh, women who are playing in that paradigm and really own it within myself. So uh, that is what being a healer or being a spiritual warrior is. And any time in our life, as we're going through our life, when we see the imbalance arise, uh, let's say um, it's jealousy that has arisen. Let's say that you have a, a dream that your partner cheated on you and you wake up in the morning and you're angry at that partner. Um, you can take responsibility for that energy. I mean, you're the one who had the dream. It's existing within you. So uh, rather than go and be angry at your partner or passive aggressively, you know, take things out on him or her, um, you could go in and own that, that experience, you know, own that experience and say, wow. And, and you go into meditation, you put your awareness on that experience and you transmute that experience from your energy field. You transmute it into nothing, transmute it into love. And then you go share that love with the world. If you were to take the other action and go out in the world and spew that imbalance and that ickiness on your partner or around other people, you are contributing to the energetic pain on the planet. So I hope that's helpful to give you guys some pointers. And I can continue to, um, you know, offer processes and techniques um, to assist with uh, with clearing that. But, you know, I guess in a sentence, like we just, we need to get real about the fact that if you're walking around on planet earth in a body, um, we all have levels of these imbalances in us. And it is up to us to take the action, to clear it from our own individual being. And you can do that through 
a myriad of ways. There's lots of ways and lots of techniques. Um, placing your awareness on the imbalance is a very simple one and a very powerful one and one that is easy for me to share with you. Um, I also clear these in uh, my private etheric surgery um, healing sessions, um, but uh, I will try to offer these on the podcast because obviously I'm not able to do private sessions with everyone. Um, the other thing is, uh, so, okay, that was that. So that was, okay, the other thing that I need to mention about this, um, also to understand the human collective, it could be coming from your own life experience. It could just be a human implant, something that has been implanted in the human collective. And one very potent uh, aspect of this, which you can find, is if you scan your body and you find any arousal over the energy of, uh, of, a, of a rape or of a forced sexual encounter, that is not divine human uh, behavior. That is an implant that has been put in the human collective. And so you can recognize it as such. It is not your fault. It is not coming from your divine being. It has been implanted on top of you or within you. So these are things we need to disconnect from, and we need to start engaging in sacred ways of interacting sexually, understanding that sexuality is a creative force, it's a divine force, and it's magnificent uh, when you are embodying it either alone or with a consenting partner of any sex. Um, so that's a little bit more on that. Um, the other thing is to understand that you are your own individual, um, self-sustainable ecosystem. Um, it's you. You are the microcosm of the macrocosm. And if you saw the slide of my podcast last week, you would see the entire toroid universe existing within your heart and you are sitting within it. So um, develop that, commit to that, um, uh, embody that, and know uh, that everything that you need is already within you, is already there. It simply needs to be claimed and awakened. Uh, again, I need to mention the 12D Shield, which was offered a couple weeks ago. Um, this is the practice given via Lisa Renee, uh, my beloved mentor and guide. Um, also, she is a galactic emissary for the Guardian Races. Um, this puts you on a frequency of ascension, ascension, incension, uh, it is your safe zone. It is a tool that will keep your energies intact. Um, you have to understand there will be a lot of different realities happening simultaneously on the planet. Uh, there may be somebody standing right next to you that is having a completely different experience than you are having. Um, the 12D shield is immensely important. Um, Kind of the next uh, expansion of that is my Jai Release Meditation Program, which is offered on my site. And that is also a very potent program that will keep you on point. It will keep you uh, connected to your individual soul mission, and you will be led and guided and directed uh, to where you need to be. Um Okay. Uh, the other thing is just to mention again, no energy has the right to exist within your body, your field, your energetic ecosystem. You are your own individual being directly connecting to source. 
Everything that I share with you through my work is not connecting you to me. I am connecting you directly to your source, giving you the tools, maybe providing a little bit of support as I hold your hand for a moment, but I am connecting you to your own individual expression. You are a divine emanation and you are perfection embodied. Uh, This is vital to the collective. Um, So never let another being come into your body. Um, uh, You really, uh, it is the time to claim your own individual expression. Um, Step six, I guess we're on steps. I've lost myself. I'm completely in a in a spherical, uh, expansive energy field right now. But this says step six on this paper, so I'm going to read it. <laughs> so then, then we get to go out and be a living example of love, humility, compassion, kindness, by serving your authenticity. So I would say that the old paradigm of service is, is heavy and not it. I'm not asking you to take on a role of martyrdom or of... Uh, putting everybody before you. I'm asking you to be very selfful. It's service 2.0, meaning if you serve your source, you will spontaneously serve humanity, the collective, and all of creation. Pretty cool, I think. I love that. Step seven is to devote your very life to serve uh, this blueprint, your future self or your soul Completely devote your life to it. Uh, And this with the energy of reverence literally on your knees. This is such an immensely beautiful state of awareness to embody who you are. And when you're on your knees, it's not a gesture of being less than It's a gesture of very reverence for the immensity of who you really are. It's a reverence or devotion to your greater self. So it is a posture of great power, great grace, great uh, beauty, just beauty. Oh, the beauty of devotion. Uh, It makes a life so rich, uh, so uh, sensual, um, and uh, fragrant with the aroma of divinity, of pureness. Um, Try it on and uh, find your life blooming in ways that you never, ever imagined. Step eight is that this path requires that you apply extreme faith. You have to apply extreme faith to envision a world of love despite all appearances to the contrary. It's very important to understand that the controller races throughout time will take a horrific act of cataclysm like Atlantis, like 9-11, like Hitler, and they will use the collective energetic of fear and kind of catapult it into a new timeline 
to use that momentum to create another event uh, that happens again, another event, another cataclysm, basically on the momentum of thousands of years of trauma. This is why they do it. And they feed off of that trauma. So for any of you that are using the words Hitler, that are using the, you know, imagining a world of catastrophe, you must disconnect from this vision or you are participating in it. It is what they want. They want you to be afraid and do that. So as I've talked before, holding the highest vision for Christ embodied, I'm not talking a religion, I'm just talking the Christ, the Christos, this beautiful human blueprint that exists within all of us, that force is holding you in the highest emanation. We must hold our country and our world in the highest emanation of expression, despite all appearances to the contrary. And we must work, we must move and share and be and be a force for peace with every single person we touch. We must be a force of unconditional love, unconditional compassion, of, of, of extreme faith. This is requiring extreme faith. That is what it means to be a spiritual warrior. This is required. Disconnect from that awareness. This will not happen. The light is here with enough force that we will rise, some of this trauma is going to happen uh, in the process. Like when the dark or when the light comes into the room, it illumines the dark and it has to be brought out. The darkness has got to be brought out so that it is viewed, it is seen with awareness, and it will be transformed and transmuted. So applying extreme faith, being in your 12D shield, um, connecting with your authentic voice, understanding there are ascending and descending vortices all over the planet. It is going to be mixed like a confetti of experience happening. Understand that your safety is in neutrality. Your safety is in neutral, loving compassion that is safety. And then I would take heart knowing that we are multidimensional beings. You are a multidimensional being having a simultaneous experience. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. And just know there are many other planets that exist that, that have systems where we live in divinity, where we live in beauty, where we live in love. This game is much bigger than we've been viewing it from. We need to expand out. Please claim your divinity. Rise in love and compassion. And I am so immensely grateful to share this path with so many of you. To be in a body at this moment, to be able to experience the beauty of my devotion, and to know that we are God. So repeat 
after me three times if you feel aligned. I am God, I am sovereign, and I am free. I am God, I am sovereign, and I am free. I am God, I am sovereign, and I am free. Let's rock this thing together. Peace and namaste. Namaste.